Welcome back to episode 11 of the 643 podcast presented by Thirsty Goat Entertainment. My name is Taylor Shaw, and oh, you didn't know, your ass better call somebody. And this man here, he goes by the name of Blakey Biceps, and his arms are so big, he can't even turn to wipe his own ass. The only reason they get so big is because they got a baby in one arm. <laughs> then we got my man, Ethan Turner. He throws two seams, and he plays with your heartstrings. What up, guys? What up? We got baby Lincoln on the podcast today, so if you hear a little goo-goo gaga maybe little baby maybe, talk. Maybe, maybe a little screaming. <laughs> just bear with us. Uh it's because he's enthusiastic for the season, too. Right. Blake's full dad mode right now, standing up, uh, basically rocking him. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. So I, I got to take notes over here. Yeah, you But no further ado, let's talk about something that I am just totally erect for, because I think this is going to be incredible. Right now? Oh. Well, if you look close enough, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh MLB and a couple teams have been putting out these uh, catcher helmet cams. Yes. Um, and obviously, I don't think that MLB would be promoting it and pushing it out if they don't have some type of plan moving forward for this camera angle. I'm all about a good POV video. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> buddy. Hell yeah. I mean, listen. That. I know they. I know it's been done before, but I think it's been done. Oh, it's been done a lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> mostly on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but no, there's actually old school video footage. They've tried this before, right? Before the technology was as good as it is and, today. And that's the thing. It's the technology. And back then, you couldn't even see the baseball. Right. It was probably grainy. You couldn't understand yeah. where it was. You couldn't even see when the ball was hit. But I've watched a couple of these, and I think the Brewers stood out to me when Brock Holt was hitting, I I followed the ball with my eye the entire way. Right. Saw it. It didn't it didn't like clip out of the image. It didn't it almost like makes slip you out. feel like you could hit that ball. <laughs> when we all know I mean, goddamn well it's I would, not I would happen. love to believe that myself, but probably not. Um but yeah, I mean it, you could see the ball the entire way. You actually saw where the bat contacted with the ball. Right. I mean, it's incredible. So I, I just hope to God and I think they do it but it hasn't been confirmed. I hope to God this is part of the broadcast plan. The thing I want to see, though, I don't want that to be a camera view they switch to all the time. That no, would, no, no, that no, would no. That the shit out of me. I but agree. But when there's a big play, maybe a big home run, in part of the stat cast review and all that, that could be part of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Maybe on like a, like a home run, like a replay like they always right. do, like you'll get the you know you get the broadcast view of the home run, and then maybe like right after that clip to the catcher cam and then watch that highlight of the home run hidden and i think even another side of that would be like a close play at home you got the catcher's view oh yeah Yeah. you're still gonna get a view of that yeah who who knows what they can do with that defensive play you know um see mike trout throw a strike into home plate and you could catch that most of the way in from the catcher's point of view yeah that'd be sick even from a defensive point of view that's a badass camera angle yeah and i think that's a good that's a good point by you too is it doesn't have to be every at bat. Right. Uh, maybe make it where it's a great pitch up, pitching matchup against a great hitter. Maybe you go there. And then I definitely agree with the replay, uh, the stat cast reviews, all that. I mean, it's just uh, it's, one. What I would like, you know, is also like uh, on a called third strike, you get to see that a ball, like how close it is, you know, inside oh, yeah. or outside. Then you get of the to plate. hear Joe West's arrogant ass call strike three on that. 
Big him. <laughs> he's probably done. He's probably opting out. No, ass. no. He said Corona cannot kill him. He has come out and <laughs> gave cowboy. no fucks. Yes. <laughs> He, uh, he, said he, he actually pissed some people off because he's going to be, you know, mingling with the players. He goes, man, he said, I doubt, he said, I probably should have been dead by now. He goes, I still go out golfing with my buddies every single day. And so we were like, whoa, Joe, like, if you're going to umpire, man, you're going to you're gonna have to cut the golf games out. You think, right. he, you think he walks the course? No chance. Uh, no. <laughs> have you seen him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. Hell no. Zero percent chance that, that happens. No chance. But I think the other side of it, too, and, and you, you mentioned Joe West and some audio there, I think you get good audio because I was able to hear the catcher and Brock Holt in that Brewers right. video talking back and forth. And, and I don't know if they're talking shit, but they're definitely talking. Right. So I think you can get some of those good clips where... You know, you can put those in some promos after the game and, you know, the replays. Probably going to need a five-second delay on that. Oh, yeah, because oh, there's always sure. there's always those rare <laughs> times that you hear a word slip on a broadcast. I, oh, for I saw, sure. Last year, I saw him when, like, the Reds hit, like, three straight home runs on the Giants. And then Jesse Winker's like, they come back in the dugout. He's like, get the fuck up. And yeah. then you can definitely hear <laughs> it on you can definitely hear it on TV. Like, now you're going to hear – it'll be really cool. So that's why I think all – Pro Sports should have a subscription to where you can get unedited, uncut like a audio, of whatever you want, because I want to hear yeah. what they actually say. Yeah, I mean, that that would be sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you might hear like a, you might hear a catcher on a strikeout pitch, be like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to air that, but like maybe in the uncut, they put something out uncut right. eventually. I don't know. But. Somewhere, somehow, though, someone would still get a sore ass. So it's probably not going to happen, but I wish it would. Well, I, I still want to hear what was said between uh, Yachty and Brandon Phillips at one time. Oh, oh that boy. brawl? Yeah, that was a good one. Well, you we probably wouldn't have understood what Yachty said, but you, because his English is really, it's a hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah, a little, but bro- a little broken English. It still would have been fun. Oh yeah, I would have learned. Love to hear what was said in that brawl. Like when <laughs> I went, like Johnny Quayle just rambling off some shit when he was kicking Chris Carpenter in the face. Because yeah. I just want to know what he was saying. No, but that you know, regardless, you know what they do with it exactly. Um, the technology there, the technology is there, and it looks good, and it sounded good in that Brewers video. So I'm all in. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Let's see it. Let's see it in some way, shape, or form. I'm all for it. Yep. Yeah, I'm I, all for let's fucking put body cams on players in the outfield. Yeah, that'd be sick too. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And mic yeah. them up. Yeah. Mic them up's badass. Yeah, I, I do think that's in the plans too. Yeah, uh, I, I think really so. They've really tried do. that in previous All-Star games, so I don't know why that wouldn't be a thing in the future. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, love to see that. And then um, I do want to I do want to hit on the story of kind of these summer camps right now. It's probably the only story because, you know, we're inter-squatting and not a lot of action. But you mentioned something to me, Blake, that I want to get into because, one, it's awesome to see. And, two, this dude might fuck around and get a spot. (laughs) You talk about our man Chico? Chico! Yeah, I'm all in. I I like the Chico. So, our man Chico, whose name is actually Francisco Herrera, he's just a clubhouse attendant for the Dodgers. Well, they've needed some bodies for these scrimmages. So they've been putting them out in left field. And last night, Chris Taylor hits it. Or no, what, Chris Taylor? Who was it? Mookie. Oh, it was Mookie. Yeah, Mookie hit a shot to left field. He jumps up, robs his extra base hit, and Chris Taylor thought for sure that ball was going to land. 
So he catches it. Chris Taylor's already rounding second, and he doubles him off at first base. And let me tell you, not only doubled him off, but by a long shot, that was a hell of a throw. And that's not his only throw. Um, it he got someone. Didn't he get someone like leading off from second just recently? Yeah, and just yeah. absolutely lasered him. Yeah, and because he didn't get back quick enough. I mean, you, you love to see it. Like obviously, who knows? Like this guy probably doesn't. The, the Dodgers <laughs> even have a hashtag going on Twitter right now that says "Don't run on Chico." Don't run on Chico. Yeah. yeah. So like they might as well build it up, eat it up um, during the summer camp. Hey, it got me. I mean, because just paying content. attention to the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah it's great content. It's content and. You know, not that this guy's going to be MLB player or anything, but uh, it's just cool to see. Um, but then I, I saw something today. The Cubs had a similar situation. Did you see anything about that? No, I didn't catch it. Didn't I catch even it? on Twitter. Well, it, it was on Twitter, and I think they did something similar where they needed a body. And right. They, they grabbed somebody out of, you know, the, the clubhouse or whatever and put them <laughs> out there. But it's just cool to see, man. Yeah, like, even today at batting practice, uh, Justin Turner showed up in a shirt that said, Let Chico Hit. Yeah, <laughs> because he's never hit before. <laughs> They've never given him a bat, a, right. an at bat. They've just put him out in left field to make. Well, some if plays. the Dodgers are smart for content, they'll make that happen. Oh, for sure, or at least sell the damn shirts. Oh yeah, I would almost buy one at this point. <laughs> like, like, that's that's cool to see. Oh yeah, dude that that was that was killing me. Um, yeah, just a, like a feel good story. Like honestly, yeah, dude, it's just one of those. Yeah, and I actually, I was curious, so I looked up. I was like, man, what do these guys make as a salary? Oh yeah, it's like fifteen or twenty thousand dollars a year. That's all he makes. So at least you could do is let him go out there, right? It, it, you know, shag some balls. Well, I mean, like that's probably not his only job. No, but I'd say it still takes up a lot of time. Oh yeah, you for gotta sure. Help out for every home game. I mean, you're what? What's the season typically? Late April to to October if you're playing playoff right, baseball. Yeah. Right. And you play, yeah. you know, eighty one home games a year, which right. I'm sure he's only there for home games, but. Yeah, so, he, I mean, he probably does something else. Hey, we get together do this podcast once a week. Imagine we did this shit four nights a week, you know, yeah. <laughs> on top of our jobs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that'd be that'd be a little uh, stressful there. Absolutely. But, yeah, man, shout out Chico. We just wanted to bring it up because it's a feel-good story. Um, it's awesome, and it's I hope the, they let him hit. And it's the only story. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, that's really all there's going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I was scrolling through uh, MLB.com recently. And uh, I, I saw a little, a little blurb they did um, about, you know, who who they feel twenty nineteen teams that were sub five hundred uh, that could turn it around and end up making the playoffs this year. Right. Uh, so I wanted to get into that and just get it, it's an interesting topic. And uh, let's see. Let's throw. You want to start, Ethan? Let's see who you got for a sub five hundred. Uh, possibly make two a teams that jump off the page to me obviously one being the reds um well that's really why i tossed to yeah because <laughs> we, we, we already knew where you were so going. The, that one but just you're not wrong so just the new additions they have um you know shogo the J- japanese guy uh moose they signed pedro strope to the bullpen um castellanos and the addition of wade miley in the rotation um just based off of that and like I think their offense will be top 10 potentially top five in the National League um, I mean they've even consistently been top 10 and yeah. even the years they've been terrible yeah. so I think that you're looking at a top five offense plus the pitching rotation that they had last year um, definitely a team to watch um, 
probably, maybe even right now, might be the division favorite. I, I could see possibly. There's definitely a lot of hype there. So you're, you're definitely not wrong. And here's what I think, honestly, like totally helps the Reds is this DH situation. Yeah. I think that increases the offense by tenfold because yeah. you have so many actual good hitters who weren't going to get field time hit, yeah like field time and hitting opportunities mm-hmm. now someone gets that opportunity every game and I mean, you, it doesn't have to be the same player no you can mix but i it see up, you're you know gonna I, mean? I think mostly you'll see a combination of jesse winker castellanos in that slot the dh spot just depends on the pitching matchup that day yep because i absolutely. feel like you're you're a, Outfield for the most part is going to consist of Winker, Sinzel, um, Shogo, Akiyama, obviously, and then um, Castellanos, those five guys. But then you got that DH slot. So one of them, you know, is going to be in that spot every day. Yes, yeah, so I mean, in and out. so this DH situation, I, I know your team, like, hell no, but. It's going yeah. it's going to directly I mean I didn't want you. it but it's definitely like yeah <laughs> thinking about to it think, but like it, it, you would think it would benefit you know it wouldn't benefit NL teams as much but I feel like there are a shitload of NL teams that are going to benefit more than AL teams would by having a DH Oh right absolutely now. because the AL teams already are built around it Yeah they're like, already right So now you know on the NL team you just have a couple bats sitting there on the bench that you know, you're going to play every day now. Like, or, or even, you know, like in a Castellanos situation, he's been notorious for being known as a shitty outfielder. Well, right. But he's got a great bat. So now you're like, well, hey, you know, let's play defense today. But also, you put him at the DH, you play offense too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's incredible for, for the Reds and, and a lot of other NL teams too. But, no, I mean, it's your team. Um, everybody knows. And you you clearly do have a bias. But I'm here to tell you as an unbiased party that you're not wrong. That, that's a definitely a team that I see in the playoffs so, and doing well in the playoffs. I didn't want to be that biased asshole and just pick them, so I chose another team as well. Respect. Uh, I've talked about them on the podcast quite often. Um, that would be the Chicago White Sox. Ooh. They're definitely hyped up. Is that yours? I, uh, I bet that's yours, ain't it? Stole mine. So, but that's I, fine. <laughs> that's fine. Just like I'll, the, I'll just throw in my points with just you. Just like the Reds, they also spent money in the offseason. Uh, True. They added – I got to looking at the names that they added. So, like, obviously, mm-hmm. the two that jumped off the page right off the bat, you know, is Dallas Keuchel. They added him to the rotation, and yep. they got Yasmani Grandal. Yep. Uh, signed him in the offseason. They added a catcher. Then I got to, like, diving in it even further and forgot Edwin Encarnacion signed there. Yes, he yep. did. Um, they got uh, Mazra or Mazra or something like that. I think is how you say his last name from the Rangers. He's a power-hitting son of a gun. Uh, fun fact about him, when I went to my birthday game, was it last year or the year before? It was last year. They were playing the Rangers on my birthday in JBP, and we sat out in right field and got tanked, and he was playing right field. So we would always just like, Masra was close to Maserati, so we'd always just call him. Like, we're like, hey, Maserati! Right. Like just screaming at him, like tanking him the whole time. But uh, the dude's got a lot of power. So that's going to add another bat to their lineup. And to top it all off, they went out and got Gio Gonzalez as well. Yes. So they've added a lot of names to a team that was already had, you know, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu. Yep. Um, so I think they're going to make some noise there in the central division. You want to know something surprising about yep. the Gio contract, though? I'm pretty confident he was only signed to a minor league contract. 
I believe, so. yeah, but, but I do. He's like, gonna make the rotation. He's gonna make the rotation. Right. I just thought that was kind of yeah. strange. It was a che- no, cheap deal. Like, like two years ago, like you know, he was like the big t- big free agent talking baseball. Yep. And then he kind of just falls off the map. Yeah, um, you know, obviously I had the I had the Keuchel edition, mm-hmm. uh, Giolito as a pitcher. Yeah, stud there too. Absolutely, yeah. uh, great hair. No, oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> can't beat that hair. Um, and then the addition of Gio Gonzalez. So I mean, really, like you've got three starters who are more than capable. Oh yeah, to carry that team. <laughs> to carry that team. And then, um, and you were going on the same, you know, the the outlook as I was. And I was, I took a look at their roster and depth chart. In every position, I was like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, like, I was like, damn, okay, like, I didn't know the White Sox they had, had it names. like that, yeah. and so, like, just everywhere you looked on their roster and their depth chart, it was just, it, it was either, like, a serviceable or, like, above average player, right. or a star. Well, like, another picture, I, I didn't see a, a, a big hole, you know what I mean? Right. Another picture. I don't. I don't think it was mentioned. Dylan Cease, the Cubs. Oh yeah. The Cubs had traded him. I'm trying to remember who they traded. Uh, they had traded him over there, and that kid, like, he's a stud. Like, yeah. I think he could have a huge year this year. He's not been talked about a whole lot because he's young. I think he just made his debut like last year, but he'll be a big part of that rotation. The too. only thing I was hesitant on of putting him in there is like winning that division is going to be a little tough with the Twins. Yep. And. You are gonna have to make a wild card spot at that point if you don't, and exactly. the AL stacked. Yeah, I don't yeah. see so that's a wild the card only team coming out of that division. So no, I, I agree. I was like, I, I have it right here. Unless the, White the Central is extremely tough, yeah. right? And that that's going to be the hump to get over because I don't think same thing the with wild the card spot. You know, they're both they're all playing the same. Both those right. teams are playing the same teams. I'm gonna right. call it now though. Two Central teams make the playoffs. I could see that. I yeah, absolutely. One way you're going to see where maybe there's so much competition that it's going to hurt whoever doesn't make it. I was, on the other side of things, I'll say two from the National League Central will probably go. That's what I no. That's what okay. I meant. Oh, I, I thought you I okay. Have specified NL Central. Okay, yeah. We, we went that route, and that's kind of what no, I, I, I got you. I could see it. Two, AL Central. I don't and think pro- so. they're probably going to get one team in yeah, the playoffs. But no, I mean, I, closing point on the White Sox. I think it's possible. Very difficult, but possible. Right. right. Because the other team that's going to make the wild card, I'm going to go – I knew you fuckers would go White Sox, so I had to come up with something a little different, you know, for the people. So I went with the Angels. They okay, had, that was my other one. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had an Anthony Rendon yep. to a pretty yep. decent lineup. You, uh, clearly you got Mike Trout, uh, Cole Calhoun, Andrew Elton Simmons. You got Shohei Otani who's going to hit and be in the rotation. And low-key, a lot of people didn't talk about this – they signed Julio Teheran, the stud pitcher that was down in Atlanta. Oh. And he's still young. Like, right. They're going to be good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, and I was looking at the Angels, obviously. That, that was my other pick. Um, you got the big dogs. You got Otani. You got Rendon. You got right. Trout. I'd put Simmons in there. Yeah, he's good. Um, Cole yeah. Calhoun's got a bat. Yeah. You yeah. can't sleep on if him. If those stars perform like they're supposed to, Right. And then you have those role players yeah. performing as well at the yep. level they're supposed to. Just the based on the levels of the players that they have, there's no reason. There's absolutely no reason they shouldn't make the playoffs. So but now, obviously, we've seen it. <laughs> right. When they've had talent. If, but uh, there's no reason. If that Jock Peterson trade went through, it would have been oh, a lock. Man, that's Ooh, I would have put yes. a lock on them to make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And they got they traded for Dylan Bundy, too, who should be a pretty decent pitcher this year. Al's kid? 
Do I? Yeah. Not, that's Ted Bundy's kid. Ted, yeah. <laughs> sure. <Whoa. Yes>. Look out. <laughs> He's out there killing people. <laughs> but no, yeah, so I, I agree with you, Ethan, that White Sox, and I agree with you, Blake, as Angels. Um, I, I'm glad you guys took that because I didn't want to talk at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but no, so, you know, we're, we're starting to get a, obviously closer to the season. We're a week out, boys. Thank God. Yes, sir. Um, so I want to get into a little bit of, you know, the rotation debate. Um, in this 60-game season, I think it's very clear that we all understand that pitching is going to be absolutely crucial. Correct. Um, I think, just me personally, that the hitters are going to be naturally behind. They don't have two months of spring training. Hang on. I've been watching a lot of clips from these summer yeah, I'm going to say it's the other way it's around. It's the other way around. The Dude, bats they are, are fucking killing baseballs right yeah. now. I don't think so. You're just seeing highlights, obviously. I mean, I've yes, seen... You're just seeing I've, highlights. Right, Yes but, and no, but there's a lot of pitchers that take months to get dialed in. Hitting, I don't think so much. There's so many guys in a cage. See, you're working... Yeah, but I, think you can get your, I think you can get your bat speed up in a cage. The I only think pitching, live pitching is the only way to... But here's, here's the one thing I, I want to they, say. They've been able to pitch more, like, in reality... Then the hitters have been and able to, to hit more in right. reality. Yeah, so you you think April through June ish for a hitter, you're not necessarily worried about driving runs in. You're just trying to like take you know good, get good at bats, figure things out, figure your timing, do all those other things. Now that shrinks down, and you've got pretty much three weeks to get that down. Right. I think it's e- so. To your point, I think it's easier for a pitcher to fix timing issues in a shorter period of time than it would be a hitter. So, you might be correct about the pitcher being ahead of the hitter. But also, typically, the bats are cold so. early in the season anyways, just because the damn weather's cold. Right. With summer, hot bats. No. Yeah, I mean, that's that Well, I guess we'll, we'll just find out. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. But, I mean, I dig the debate. No, yeah. We're, we're going to find out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one absolutely. thing that's going to – I saw this. One thing that will come into play for pitchers is the ball getting tossed out after being through too many hands. That's true. Well, yeah, didn't you I, see uh, that in the Garrett Cole? Cole? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I was going with <laughs> this. Someone left he it got off on pissed because he struck a guy out. This was one during one of their summer uh, camp practices, scrimmages, inter-squad games, whatever. Strikes a guy out, and they throw it around the diamond. Well, they had an actual umpire, MLB umpire, at this yeah, event. Don't throw it around if you strike someone out. No. He made him toss the ball out, and Garrett's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he like, goes, I like that ball. He's like, I like that ball. <laughs> so they throw him a new ball. He fucking hates it. Very next pitch, fucking Andujar. Andujar hits it yeah, to right yeah. field, gone. Yeah, no, he I was mean, like, that, he just looked, he just looked consider. at him and was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you though, if he'd have kept that ball, same outcome. I call bullshit. It was mental. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's it, a lot it, of the game. It though. is all mental, <laughs> I, right? But you, you should be prepared for that. It's gonna be like at all fucking seasons. So I don't think you're gonna see teams throwing the ball around the diamond after strikeouts. No. Definitely not strikeouts. No, no. that that'd be a terrible mistake. Your pitcher will come like. Unglued. Yeah, he was acting like he's acting like fucking Tom Hanks had a castaway with with his buddy Wilson there. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna hit these rotations. Um, we're we're gonna go ahead and pick one rotation that we feel personally uh, will be the best in Major League Baseball this year. Um, I'll just throw it to my right to Ethan off the bat. Actually, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw it to Blake no, and let no, him no. go I first. I want you to have it because I want to debate. I want to hear what I you want, have No, to I want say. you to go first so then I can prove you fucking wrong. I know who you're going wrong. with. I know who you're going with. So I'm, <laughs> I'm comparing my team to your team. No, I like going second. No. 
It's kind of like when I'm in the gym, I always let the guy that I'm working out with go first so I can one rep his ass the next time. Anybody I got a coin? I'll go. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Blake's going to start not off chicken shit. his best rotation. So I'm going to pick the baseball. obvious here. I'm going Nats. They're going to go with Max Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, Anibal Sanchez, and their fifth starter is Harry. It's probably going to be Austin Voth because um, – Ross opted out. Yeah, that's what I was going with. Yeah. Ross, Ross opted out. So he's not pitching. Well, the reason I went with him, we're going with a short season. So, you're not, yep. so I'm going to base this kind of off a of short sample size, which 60 games, I mean, we can already call this a season-long playoff, basically. Essentially, yeah. So the Nats, you know, they're kind of dicey all year, and they finally win the division, go to the playoffs. They Their starters threw 102 and a third innings uh, in October last season. And it was the most by a World Series champion in a single postseason since the Diamondbacks did 120 and a third. They matched it in 01, who also won the World Series, which similar circumstances for them. You know, Scherzer, the dude's a workhorse. He's going to throw 200 innings in a typical season always. So Wrong. Okay, not always, but he's going to – be a workhorse. He's. I. I guarantee. If you, he stays well, if he's usually on a healthy season, because right. I think last year he missed a couple games. Yeah, he did. So he definitely hits two hundred almost every year. And Strasburg, I. He's right there if he's oh, yeah. healthy, and he's been healthy for years. I mean, he started off his career kind of on the injury list quite a bit, but now he's. I mean, after that contract, they're full confidence in him. Yep. And he's going to be a workhorse. So those are the top, arguably the top two pitchers in baseball. They're not going to come. I don't see them coming out prior to the seventh inning, seventh inning at all this season, barring some barring getting yeah, shellacked. Some freak accident and getting schlacked out there. And to me, I know Ethan's going to disagree, but when you have the arguably the two best pitchers in baseball, I think that clearly makes you the best. So to flip the script, I do think the Nationals are definitely a top three rotation in baseball. Being the top two pitchers compared to a five-man rotation, five-man rotation is what makes rotation. I don't give a fuck what your top two pitchers do if your other three. Yeah, but I don't think shit. we're going five-man rotation. So if you go four, I'm still cool with Anibal Sanchez. I mean, yeah, I understand that, but let me throw some fucking facts at you. Let's hear them. So by the way, I'm picking the Reds as the best rotation yeah, no in baseball. Oh shit! A little biased, but here we'll just do this. So we'll say Max Scherzer is their ace, right? Nationals ace. Okay. Last year he had a 2.29 ERA, 1.03 whip. I'm still going Strasburg, though, is the ace. 11 and 7, and 172 innings pitched. Sonny Gray, ace for the Reds last year. 2.87 ERA, 1.08 whip, 11 and 8, and 175 innings pitched. Numbers across the board better than Scherzer, but Scherzer did miss part of the season. Right. However, let's just throw some more stats. Uh, Luis Castillo, we'll compare him. His ERA was a little bit higher. You know, then and his numbers across the board are pretty much a little bit higher. Uh, he had a 3.40 ERA, 1.143 whip, 15 and 8, and 190 innings. Uh, compare that to, you know, their number two, which is Strasburg, is 3.32 and 104, 1.04, 18 and 6, and, a, and 209. So Strasburg has better numbers there. Corbin, we'll just go through. I'm not going to go through every pitcher because it's going to take forever. Um, Bowers numbers last year were a lot higher 
uh, based off, I based this off his 2018 season because I think that whole fucking trade thing went through his head. Yeah, I think. And it was just a shit. Yeah, throwing the ball. Honestly, I seen him Fence. on Twitter talking. Him and Kurt Schilling was going back and forth. They shared their or he compared his career stats to Kurt Schilling's. He at games played right now, he's like dead nuts with Kurt yeah. Schilling, if not even a little better. So let's just. I'll just throw the this plow. out there. So he had a 4.48 ERA. Um, he went 11 and 13 and threw 213 innings. Uh, last season, uh, I based this off his 2018 season. Uh, it was he had a 2.21 ERA and a 1.09 WHIP. He went 12 and six and threw 175 innings. Right. So those numbers. So I added them all up. Last year, the Reds wrote their rotation had 3.27 combined ERA. The Nats 3.33. The WHIP was a 1.17. The Nats WHIP was a 1.114. Uh, the Reds. Win totals was 61. The Nats rotation, which is a little skewed because obviously Ross's stats weren't in there. Uh, They had 56 wins. And then the innings pitched, the Nats crushed them in innings pitched. However, that was David Bell pulling starters all the time after the fifth inning last year. Yeah, he's notorious. He loves doing that. Now, with this 60-game sprint, I feel like the Reds' starters are going to go longer in games, which if they produce those same numbers – you're going to see the win totals go up, and you're going to see the innings pitch go up. I will say, though, they're, they're – So, I kind of didn't – I didn't base it off of who do I think right now is the best rotation in baseball. I kind of went who's going to be the best rotation at the end, and I believe it's going to be the Cincinnati Reds. There's two factors I'm thinking of also as you're discussing this. One in your favor and one against your favor. One in the Reds' rotation's favor over the Nats. We're just assumed they'll go one and two. Is that the Nats have to play the AL East, which is – that's a stacked fucking, you know, division. When, Correct. Which, don't get me wrong, the AL Central, it's competitive, but it's not Yankees and Rays competitive, in my opinion. But, and then, to hurt the Reds, GABP. That is such a hitter-friendly ballpark. Washington, not a terrible ballpark, but it's a lot bigger, a lot harder to hit the ball out. Correct. So, I don't know. That's a factor. I would like, at the end of the season, I would like to go back, look at this, and see home and away splits. Because I be, would say the Reds are probably a lot better on the road than at home. But, I mean, you got a lot of guys in the Reds' rotation who are ground ball pitchers. Sonny Gray, Trevor right. Bauer, and Castillo right off the bat. They're all ground ball pitchers. So that helps out quite a bit. I don't know how Wade Miley's going to do in a new ballpark, but. He pitched in the Central before. So. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, yeah. he played for the Brewers, so right. he's been there. Yeah. But it's just on a bigger scale now. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just going to take the Reds based off of potential. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the Reds all around. They, they're the they're that 500 club that everybody expects to make to the playoffs, and they're also the club that everyone expects great starting pitching from right now. I mean, it's not a secret that the Reds are being absolutely no, hyped up. No, and they better make the playoffs, or this will probably be 60 games or not, one of the biggest disappointments in Reds history, I, I think. I think the way they spent money and went out and got people, like they, and I, I've been on the record saying this, like they've never done before. Right. And they right. don't make the playoffs. That's tough. Like the sixty games could either they could either benefit the most from it or hurt the most from it. Yeah. one or the that's other. One There's no right. in between. And then the one thing that I also thought of would be the Reds' offense being a factor into the starting rotation, because I feel like the Nationals' offense is not even, not losing Rendon. No, absolutely. They're not. I mean. They're there, but I don't. They're think, talented, but they're not going to reach any type of level that they did. 
No, I, I don't, don't believe so. Yeah, I think that. So then I feel like you're going to see a lot more Nationals pitchers under pressure because the game's going to be a lot closer. The Reds, I think, are going to have a little bit more relaxed situation because I feel right. like that offense is just going to flourish. So they should. Yeah, I mean, it should. Based on, on paper, like the Reds should be one of the best teams in baseball. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I think I, everybody could agree. The, I, I think national media, I think they're probably the favorite. And really, the only the thing, the only doubts I see from the Reds, like, you know, you get into forums and comments on Facebook and all the fucking keyboard warriors come out. The only thing that hurts the Red from, like, the average fan standpoint is just history. But yeah, right. we've, like, once again, we've said it a million fucking times, a season like this has never happened. So fucking throw out every bit of team history you've ever had because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's nope. gonna, it's gonna be a fucking ride, man. It's gonna be wild. Yeah, it, it is gonna be wild. Um, Let's. Uh, I'm gonna pass it over to you, Taylor. I have a idea. I think I know where you're gonna go. I know you're we'll, saying the Yankees. We'll see. Oh, it it's pretty simple. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not gonna be the Yankees. Hell no. Uh, but yeah, we are gonna stay in the AL East. AL East. It is the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep, I figured that. you were going there. Because um, <laughs> the sad part is, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I've seen them destroy us in 2019. Not pretty. Um, Lesson, you got Charlie Morton. Stud. Who is a, an absolute veteran and has flirted. Best curveball in the game. With Cy Young. Arguably. Absolutely. Um, and he just brings veteran leadership to an already talented young core. He was their best starter in the playoffs last year. Right. He went out there. Uh, what did he go eight innings of shutout baseball against the Yankees? I think they had one hit against him. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously – He's an important piece. But then after Charlie Morton, you got Blake Snell, you got Tyler Glass now, you got Ryan Yarbrough. Those three dudes are the most talented young pitchers in Major League Baseball probably right now. That sounds a stud. And I I, I say young because there are more talented pitchers than them, but I think they're the most talented young pitchers (laughs) Once again, another stud pitcher – that come up through the Pirates, Pirates organization they couldn't develop, <laughs> right. and he goes somewhere else and becomes a fucking stud. Garrett Cole, the other one. Yeah, they, yep. I mean, they're on the team. They were on the same fucking team. Yeah, that team, and they could. They made it to a wild card game, and unfortunately, they had to meet 2015 Jake Arrieta. But either way, dude, the Pirates are so fucking bad about producing. Yeah, talent. and so like I said, you got Charlie Morton who's flirted with Cy Young. You got Blake Snell who won the 2018 Cy Young. Yep, right. um, and then you got Yarbrough and Glass now, who many people are saying. Could potentially win a Cy Young someday, yeah. right? Um, so it's just ridiculous, and I, I base it off of just how young the arms are um, in this shortened season. So you're going to see those guys go as long as they can go, and they're not going to get pulled. Kind of like you said, I mean, these guys are just going to go. If they throw nine, they throw nine yep. uh, because they're not throwing as much this year. So they're yeah, I young, think it, I think talented. this season is going to be more of an old school season. I yeah, really do. I think yeah. you're going to see guys, see guys go a lot longer in the game. Yeah, and and then obviously you got Yanni Chernos. Um, he is like <laughs> he's number five on the on the rotation, but I'd put him at number three anywhere else probably. Like the dude is still good. Yeah. Um, he's just loaded. He's in a loaded rotation. Um, so just their youth. Um. Their potential, I know potential means you don't have shit yet, but that they've had guys prove it. And I know, was it uh, you had you had Glass now, who actually is a stud and had some injury problems. So we haven't even seen that dude really like full health, right? Um, so 
him being full health, 60-game season sprint, going all out, I see no reason why I don't have the stats Ethan had. You know, he, he came with it with his team. But I just have like a general belief in this young core rotation that these dudes are going to be one of the best in Major League Baseball. And yeah. I don't think you guys would disagree. No, with I don't that. think. <laughs> I think what we I don't just think said none of us three rotations in baseball. Yeah, we none of us are wrong. No, we just don't know who's going to be right, right at the moment because spinning into where we're getting ready to go with this, the MLB released their top ten correct uh, rotations in baseball, and before I even looked at the list. Those three names plus the Astros jumped off the page, which surprised the shit out of me that they didn't have the Astros in the top five. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you guys, did you look at the article I posted before you chose your team? No. No, I did not. Okay, I didn't either. And well, well we'll save it but because <laughs> it's kind of cool what we did. Right. Uh, but the MLB, yes, Ethan, they released their top rotations. Um, I'm sure they did much more statistical analysis than we did. Yeah, I'm sure they had about 50 people working on it. <laughs> right. So we're going to run through the list here and give you the full one. Number 10, Cardinals. I can Yeah, I mean, I see the Flaherty, Flaherty, Flaherty alone. Flaherty's a beast. Flaherty yeah. helps them a lot. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget about Wainwright, you know? Yeah. Um, and then number nine, Astros, which, which I, I agree. I was kind of like, whoa. I mean, losing Garrett Cole obviously hurt. Yes, but you still got hurt. Verlander, Grinky. And they only had a get Cole for what half a season right uh I thought he was there all it? year I think he got didn't he get traded there the year before I thought so too maybe oh I'm an idiot he pitched only half season World Series winning team I think yep. right? yeah yes yep. that's it and then and, he had a and full then, then he had a full season had the greatest year of his career gets paid by the Yankees and then left yeah, yeah. but yeah I mean and McCullers I mean I think he oh Lance? he's young yeah. I think he's good too yeah um and he's got a cool podcast Oh yeah, yeah. Lance Didn't know that. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I can't remember. Well, we're coming for him. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Lance, <laughs> we're coming for your ass. Uh, eight, uh, New York Mets. What's I? I love a lot. I, I'm I surprised they I weren't love higher. This Mets team. I'm I surprised really they weren't higher either. Because uh, Degrom, Stroman, Porcello. Obviously, Porcello has had like inconsistency issues, but we also have seen 2018 Porcello yeah. be right. an absolute stud. So, um, and he's a Cy Young and win. I can't remember. Oh, God. <laughs> the departure of Cindergaard kind of hurt them a little bit. I don't know, but, but Porcello's a, a Cy Young I'm gonna, I'm gonna, And Stroh, I, I think, is going to have I, a big year. Yeah, he's a stud. But the thing that blows my mind is that contract they gave Steven Matz. I think yeah, that's a little the, weird. Yeah, I think that's going to be a wash. I don't think he's bad. He's number five in the rotation, and what do you get paid? Like $97 million to be a fifth starter? Yeah. That, yeah. Ridiculous. The Mets will met. But, I mean, they hey. Bobby Benilla uh, twice, so <laughs> right. they, just, uh, they just do their thing. Number seven, Texas Rangers. And here I was like, damn. You jumped off butt. They yeah. had a Kluber. Yeah. Right, I know. But I, I was just like, wow, i that's seen the Rangers team. up there. That's surprising. another team that could sneak in the playoffs. I think so. I, yeah. I think they got some talent, and they have a bolstered rotation now, which I think and helps a lot. Depends on what the fuck Joey Gallo's going to do. <laughs> yeah. and they're, True. Wait, did – He's out, ain't he? Or no, he just got Corona. But he, he just has, has it. it. He, yeah. But they's still like up in the air if he's right. gonna play, right? And their so. ballpark looks like a Weber grill. So I mean, they oh should, my god, they'll, they'll be good. Ballpark. The ballpark's <laughs> sick on the inside. It is though. badass. Uh, I like number, their old ballpark though. Number six, the dreaded New York Yankees, which you know they they got they would been higher had Sevy been. Oh yeah, not absolutely. Right. And the, you know, adding Cole helps a lot. Absolutely, um, I can't deny it. That their rotation is. 
I'm surprised good. they're not four, honestly. Yeah, their rotation's good. I, I don't know what you... It, I think they belong where they belong. Uh, and, you know, maybe going up to five, the Los Angeles Dodgers, they might be able to flip-flop there. They'll drop because they lose price for the year. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they lost Ryu, too. So, Ryu right. and Price. Toronto. Ryu, that both them, even though we haven't seen Price pitch for them yet. But Ryu, I mean... What, do you have, what was the ERA last year? 2.4 or something? No, what he's was good. the baseball? It was ridiculous. Yeah. Which, where is he at? Blue Jays now, right? Yeah, he went Blue to Toronto. Jays, yep. yeah, that'll, be, that'll be cool to see. So we got to deal with him. Um, but I think I think you're right, Blake. You might see – I think you could flip-flop the Yankees-Dodgers here in this list. Just because of price, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, and then number four, the Cleveland Indians. There you got to – I mean, They're Clevenger, good, I like him a lot. Everyone loves Clevy. Then – The Beebs. Yeah, Biebs is there. Shane Bieber's a good good pitcher. So I, I mean, just feel like with lo- losing the Klubot, like I just don't get why they're that high. I mean, you lose Kluber and Bauer on yeah, the same and Bauer season. On top of that, who yeah. were both on their World Series yeah. team, right? In, you know, 2016. But. And then here's where it gets interesting, boys, because I'm really proud of us. Number three, the Cincinnati Reds. So we got the number three team without looking at this list. Number two, Tampa Bay Rays. Again, shout out us. And then you guessed it, number one, Washington Nationals. So don't call us geniuses, but you can if you want to. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll let the baseball talk. I'm just glad I that I compared win, the Reds to the Nats because I've like felt like that's where the Nats are going to be come in because just because of Strasburg and Scherzer. So you know, I'm not a, a baseball genius, but I'm not a fucking idiot. Right, yeah, and no. as a Reds fan, how does that feel to like see you preseason ranked top right, five? Right, something. something. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's fucking amazing. Right. No, it, yeah, and I think that list in general, just kind of a you know, a general take here is MLB kind of got that right. I, I don't, I can't argue with yeah, it I don't much. Have any I don't, yeah, I don't see anybody need like. There might be a places in the top ten that flip flop, but I don't see any other team outside of that that needs to be in there. Yep. I I think like we said, the Astros were surprising and then I think the Dodgers could could probably take a hit, probably drop a little bit. But Yeah, but they got some stud talent. But they still got Kershaw and Bueller. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, and that Dustin May kid's a freaking stud too. So it's just like they're still good. And they're um, in a shit division, so they're gonna do well anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I are they're a shoe in. Yeah, if they oh, that would be like the if biggest they the playoffs ever if they didn't make the playoffs. Oh my god, Mookie'd leave. They're, yeah, <laughs> he's leaving anyways. <laughs> That's yeah, true. you're probably right. That's true. Uh, so I want to pass it over to Ethan uh, and let him introduce something that we want your guys's participation in. So pay attention. So after you listen to this podcast, sometime this evening or early Friday morning. It'll be out this week. Definitely the week before the season starts. Yeah. So what I had an idea of was doing like a friendly one day a week baseball pick them. Just go through and pick the games for that certain day and make some kind of contest out of it. Now, at first, I said let's do like an internal one. Then I got to thinking let's interact with the fans. Let's get the bullpen members involved in this. Yep, bullpen. Need you. Let's reach out to them. Um, so I thought, you know, as an internal one, we're going to come up with some kind of like bet 
type slash loser winner thing. Yeah, let's shave our beards. No. Hell no. <laughs> nope. Because I don't have a beard. <laughs> nope. But as for the fans, I think we're going to try to come up with a merch package. Yeah, a little giveaway. A little giveaway. Uh, probably include some koozies, maybe a cool hat, t-shirt, uh, Sticker. stickers. Things yep. like that. It'll be our first kind of thirsty goat washable wash off tattoo. No, there you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Our first kind of like give back to you all, our supporters. Um, because we're gonna we wanna look to do this more often. We're trying to reach out, we're trying to expand. So getting you guys involved is a big part of expanding. True. Um, so if you know anyone that wants to join this league, uh, we do have it set up already. Um we will get the information out. Go ahead and slide in our DMs. Let us know that you're interested. We will post the link, and you can go create an account. Yeah, it'll be all on our social medias. And it's so the only one that I could find is a ten week window, which right. pretty I was much. Say, how, how's this all going to work? So it's every Saturday is the games that you're going to pick. Okay. So therefore, you know, not many teams are going to have an off day on a Saturday. So that'll be a full slate of games. Um, how it works. Is it's open until game time. So as soon as it's right. as soon as you know first pitch, it shuts down. Gotcha. And so you have to have your pick locked in um, and before that happens. So it's a ten week. So it'll start week one, and then you know being a sixty game season, ten weeks will pretty much almost take up the whole season. Right. So that's after those ten weeks, we'll evaluate it, see who's at the top. It's like one point per win. So whoever has the most points. So it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, but we would like your interaction. Um, send it out there. Get people involved. It would be, be kind of fun. Hell, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what we come up with in terms of a wager, uh, you know, internally here. And right. then I'm I'm not wearing a Cardinals jersey. <laughs> I'm ready to see. Well, no, uh, I mean, why would we make that bet? Hell no. Yeah. I'm ready to get some, get some people out, some merch. Get a bullpen member, some, yeah. some merch. See some 643 sway. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously, thank you for setting that up. And uh, like I said, it's going to be on the social medias. We'll get it to you. Let us know if you're interested because um, we want all the participation we can get here. Um. So what we're going to do now is pass it right back to my man, Ethan, for Turner's Trivia. So fun fact about this, we hit all my trivia questions, topics in this podcast so far. Oh, look at that. Let's go. So yeah. starting with question number one, name the top three teams, not rotations, top three teams in ERA from last season. ERA from last season. Mm. Yikes. Last season. Okay. You think the Nationals would be in there? Because they had that terrible stretch. Yeah, I know. That's what concerns me. I'm going, yeah. do- I'm going Dodgers as a lock. That's they, probably a good lock. Dodgers are one. I, I don't no, think I put the Nationals in. I don't have a particular order. I, I don't. No, it's the, okay. I'm not. I didn't rank them. I'm I just, not putting the Nats in. No, I I'm think they're go, out. I'm going. Okay, here we go. Strohs. That's what I was going to go with for two. Strohs. I think Strohs for sure. And so let's go that? Dodgers. Strohs. So Dodgers. Strohs. And the third, I will take. Mm, this is uh, rough. 
What do you think about the Yankees? No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I'm gonna go. I, think you maybe know what? I just saw them too up close and personal. You know I'm gonna go. I'm going Rays. Even though tough mm. ass division, I'm going Rays three. It might have been them actually. Name those three. You want to go Dodgers, Strohs, Rays? Yeah, I got them. Lock it in. Final answer. Yep. Final Let's answer. Let's lock it in. Fucking bingo, boys. Hey! Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Oh my Hell god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really fucking impressed with myself right now. There, that was fucking. That was a good one. Wow. What, what order was it? Were they in? Uh, I forgot. Okay. Well, that's cool too. I actually think it went Dodgers, Rays, Astros. <laughs> I get, I Hell yeah. Because the way oh, I wrote yeah. it down. No, I, that, there, that is that a first? Yeah. I think, first, I think it's a first. Like yeah. Uh, for, uh, at least a there. Bull. There's a good chance you guys might go 100. percent if we, if we oh. do, I'm shotgunning a beer. No, zero percent <laughs> chance that, that that does not happen. So we had a segment of who we thought was sub 500 last year that can make the playoffs. Yeah, correct. Name me the last three teams to go sub 500 and then turn around and make the playoffs the next season. Fuck. I don't think I'm gonna go perfect. It's if you don't, you're gonna fucking shoot. Okay, yourself. one of them's the Cubs. And well, wait, how long are we going 20- back? Cubs 2015 did it. I know that for a fact. But if we're going back three seasons. No, you said the last three teams to do it. Right? Last three teams, not oh. not season particular. So I know, oh, okay, I know, okay. I know the 2015. Because that made it really hard in my head. 2015 no, 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 no. Cubs. Just the last three sure. teams. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. <sighs> I think you're right with How Cubs. How many teams? There's three. Well, I mean, I just went three. Yeah. There's this question is three. Yes. Okay. Well, the Pirates. I feel like in 2015 were the same way. Uh, nah, maybe not because they had. They had Kutch, who was an MVP winner. Okay, I know 2015 Cubs guarantee yes. if there's not two other teams after – uh, three other teams after them. I would say Cubs. So, let me think playoffs. Okay, I'm I'm going to go Rays. Well, they just made it, right? Yeah, they made it last season. And I think before – so, that I think in 2017, I do think they were a 500-ball club or lower. Okay, so let's think Cubs-Rays. If, if – Put the Cubs as a, as a if, just because there might be a couple teams since then. Um, shit. Sub 500. I'm going another. This is tough. Uh, another 30 Braves? seconds. Braves? I'm going Braves. Locking it in. Braves, Cubs. Rays. Taylor, you got anything different? What were the Nats? I I feel like they had to have been above five hundred. I know they weren't that good, but I feel like yeah, they, they were like above they always like hung around it. Yeah, that, see, I was thinking them too, but. Yeah, I mean, we have three, so I mean, locking it in. I mean, Braves, let's ride with it. Braves, Rays, Cubs. Cubs. Sorry, boys. Mm. Okay. How did we have any? Yeah, two. So the Cubs. I say Cubs and Rays. I think Braves. Let me Braves. go here. This team went seventy-two and ninety in two thousand eighteen. Turned around and made the playoffs. That would be the Atlanta Braves. Yep, knew that. This team went eighty and eighty-two in two thousand eighteen. Turned around and made the playoffs. It'd be the 
Tampa Bay Rays in 2019. Oh, yeah. so there's a this okay. team may went 75 and 87 in 2018 and turned around and made the playoffs, and that'd be the Oakland A's. All three hey. teams did it in the same season. Okay, same yeah. season. I was like thinking recent. I'm like, damn. I was like, I know the 15 Cubs did it, but there's had to have been three teams. Because I was like googling this shit, and I had to like I went back and looked at like records for mm-hmm. the previous year, and like I went back to 2018, and I was like, oh fuck, I'm done. Yeah, that's <laughs> tricky. That that's in- it's incredible that three of them were in the same season. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Wow. Now, and this one, so this one you should all should probably be able to get. Uh, we Every might not time go, you say that, we... I know. We might, we might not go 100, but, you know, say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven out of eight possible answers ain't, ain't bad if we, get these, if we get this one. Which active pitcher has the most Cy Young Awards? Which active pitcher? Hint. Pitchers. Oh, active pitchers. So they're tied. How many of them? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, you fucking worm. That, um, hmm. That'd be too so narrow down So multiple much. Cy Young Awards, clearly. Okay, so let's think of the top dogs. How many's Price got? One. One, I think. Okay. I was going to ask how many does Scherzer have. I'm thinking Scherzer for sure. Is Does he have two? At least two. if Maybe three. three. I think it's got to be Scherzer. Yeah, I'm thinking oh, one. And, and Verlander the other maybe. Yeah. Does he have no, two or three? No, did he? I feel like, did he not even win one until he went to? Okay, I'll, I'll give you this. There's two. There's two. Okay. Verlander got it's fucked not, out of one it's recently. It's not Verlander because the only or one he ever got in quotations. Think, the only one he ever got was the recent one with the Astros. So he's only got one. I'm pretty confident. That's wrong. False. So he's one of them. No, I'm two. not giving you the answer. I'm just telling you he has two <laughs> because he won MVP and the Cy Young in the same year in Detroit. It's crazy to think those two fuckers were in the same rotation. I know. With Porcello, who's another Cy Young and winner. And Anibal Sanchez. <laughs> like that rotation. Oh, and who else? We're missing one more. Oh, uh, Zimmerman was in that, wasn't he? I have no clue. I think so. Yeah, dude, that rotation. Yeah, it was insane. ridiculous. But when you see the other, the Phillies rotation, see that's who they met. The other great rotation. Yeah. Um. See, I mean, I I think Scherzer. I do. All right, I'm going Scherzer Verlander. I'm locking it. I feel like that's the obvious. It has to be. If not, I'm worried about Adam Wainwright in that talk. But I can't really think of anyone besides. No, I'm trying to think of stuff. Verlander. Oh, you know what? I got one. We're wrong. How many is... No, 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 no. You, we're wrong. It's not Scherzer at Kershaw. All? I think Kershaw's got to be in it. Ooh. He's the most dominant pitcher. I'm saying Kershaw... Scherzer? Scherzer. I think that's it. Kershaw, Scherzer. Yeah. That's, that's my... Those are my answers. I think Verlander's not in the top. Yeah. It's a gonna, fucking good thing you went back on yourself. <laughs> Kershaw Serzer. I was thinking, nice. I'm like, oh, wait, Kershaw's dominating. I was waiting. I'm like, y'all we, just sitting well, here like. <laughs> we always forget about fuck, Kershaw know, because man. his playoff performances. That, well, they, they uh, just West Coast, man. They I have three. Get West Coast. They have three. Each. And how? Verlander's got two. Verlander has two. Okay, two. I, I, I forgot he had one one in Detroit. So, seven out of the eight possible answers tonight, I'll boys. take that. Yeah, that's, that, that's pretty I'll solid. I'll take that. We're getting better. Hell yeah. One of these days will be perfect. (laughs) 
And Blake, do you have anything for us for this week in baseball? Yeah, I got uh, I got some good stuff here. I got to wait on old BBJ to simmer down here. All right, so here's something interesting. So July 15th of 1994, Cleveland Indians corked bat incident. Have you guys ever heard this story? Didn't know that existed. I uh, didn't know that existed. I'm with Taylor. Right. It's actually pretty cool. I had never known about it until I read this today, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a thing. So the Indians were playing the Chicago White Sox at then Comiskey Park. In the first inning, White Sox manager Gene Lamont was tipped off that the Indians batter, Albert Bell, which you remember Albert Bell yep. mostly as an Astro, but yep. he was in yeah. Cleveland for a while. Name rings a bell. Tipped off that <laughs> he had a corked bat, which I didn't realize it, but there is – yeah, I caught that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I didn't know this rule existed, but a manager gets one bat appeal per game. You get one. If you think a player is using a corked bat – you get one appeal to tell the managers to check the bat. Well, the White Sox manager was tipped off that he had a corked bat. So he challenges it, and the umpire, Dave Phillips, confiscates the bat, and he locks it in the umpire's dressing room. Well, they're going to inspect the bat at a further date after the game, or at a further time after the game. Right. So anyways, I have a feeling the game, I know where this is going. During the game, the Indians, knowing the bat was indeed corked, they knew it as a team. They're like, oh, shit, hey, yeah, we're going to – Yeah, we're screwed. Yeah. They dispatched relief pitcher Jason Grimsley to retrieve the bat. Grimsley took a bat belonging to Indians player Paul Sorrento and accessed the area above the false ceiling in the clubhouse and crawled across with a flashlight in his mouth until he reached the umpire's room. So he climbs through a fucking drop ceiling. So he's going full Mission Impossible. So he switches Bell's bat with Sorrento's (laughs) and returns to the clubhouse. During the sixth inning, the umpire's custodian noticed clumps of ceiling tile on the floor of the umpire's room, (laughs) (laughs) plus twisted metal brackets in the ceiling. After the game, Phillips noticed the bats were different than uh, what he had saw or... The bats were different when he saw that the replacement bat was not as shiny and also was stamped with Sereno's signature. So his own fucking name was on the bat. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So then the Chicago police were called. So this becomes like a criminal matter at this point. The Chicago police were called and the White Sox threatened charges against the burglar. An investigation that Saturday was carried out by a former FBI agent flown in by the MLB. Oh, my God. <laughs> the equipment room was dusted for fingerprints and the path the burglar took was discovered. Oh, my God. They went all out. Yeah. So the Indians were ordered by the American League to produce Bell's original unaltered bat. Initially, the AL threatened to involve the FBI in regards to the burglary, but they dropped the issue in exchange for the bat. So on July 18th, three days later, the bat was sent to the MLB in New York where it was x-rayed and then sawed in half in the presence of Bell and Indians GM John Hart. The bat was found to be corked, and Bell was suspended suspended by the AL for 10 games. On appeal, his suspension was dropped to seven games. The reduction made no difference in the end, as Major League Baseball soon suspended due to the 1994-95 MLB strike. Oh, my God. That's yeah. wild. So, two, two things there. Incredible stuff that they went full, like, FBI investigative, right. like, criminal scene. But even better than that was the pitcher going after yeah, the yeah, bat. A, a relief pitcher. That yeah. is 
incredible. <laughs> I love that so and, much. And I had read that years later, Omar Vizquel, you know, the Indian shortstop right. years, he had wrote in his autobiography that every one of Albert Bell's bats were corked and everybody knew it. They <laughs> said every single one of them was a corked bat. Oh, uh, dude, I, I could just love just being a fly on that <laughs> wall, see that shit. seeing a pitcher come through the <laughs> ceiling <laughs> and swapping bats. It's like, it's like that scene out of Rookie oh. of the Year when that, when that bat dude gets the, locked in the yeah, cage. Yeah, the, the whole game. Dude, that's incredible. That's an incredible this week in baseball. That's good work. I, I figured you guys would like that. I, I couldn't <laughs> even get good a straight stuff. face getting through it. You should have seen when I come across it how bad I was laughing. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> no, seriously, I love that. Uh... <laughs> Boy, I don't know if we could top that with another segment. I tell you that, <laughs> uh, but we're definitely going to try. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go head first, slide into home plate. I don't want to use Pete Rose this week. Oh, I like the gif you used of Puig. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that was a solid fucking steal into third. All right, let let's be like Puig. Who's now an Atlanta Brave. Yes, shout out Atlanta Braves, picking Puig up. I think everyone's a fan of you now. Uh, we're going to go straight Puig into third base. We're going to hit third. We're going to come up shaking our head and our tongue. Lick the bat. Oh, yeah. Get get real nasty with it. We're <laughs> sliding them DMs. He's safe. All right. We got. How many DMs we got? We got two DMs. Two. Two DMs. Shout out to the bullpen members for coming back, checking us out. Uh, the first one is bullpen member Cole Steven. We call him K-Hole. K-Hole. K-H-O-L-E. He's not the A-Hole. He's the K-Hole. <laughs> He's the K-Hole. Um, and he, what he wants us to do is everybody play your music on your phone on shuffle. The first song is what your phone wants you to hear first. And then he wants to know why... We think that our phone or the algorithm in our phones want us to hear this song. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up Pandora right now because I don't really do music on my phone anymore. Right. I have no idea what I just played or the last thing I played on Pandora. I have no clue, but we're about to find out. Okay. Okay. Where are we going here? What is this? Uh, this is Oxygen by Dirty Heads. I don't know who that is. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Oxygen by Dirty Heads. Um, what radio station? Dude, that's Bryce Vine Radio. I don't know who Bryce Vine is. Can't oh, say I've ever listened to him. Sick. Uh, but I think I know why. It, we're getting into why. Uh, I think the last time I changed my pandora station to you're like on the a beach yes knew that yes that was my beach playlist right there and i haven't that, changed that seems, it since i was about to say like dude i'm about to fly to cuba right now right go, go. i have not changed it since and i think what my phone is telling me is get your ass back to florida that's understandable <laughs> ethan you want to give her a go listen <laughs> dude i'm in the same boat as you we're not my sure. itunes library is fucking epic yeah like there's shit from all walks of life and genres yeah it's who knows what the hell is about to play <laughs> i'm excited so here we go i'm gonna hit the shuffle button oh you got a good one your phone wants you to work out go pump some iron This song takes forever to get into the lyrics. Right. <laughs> um, 
good Metallica song there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, their newest album too. So uh, they probably yeah probably tell me, hey fat ass, go get in the gym. <laughs> All right, I'm kind of pissed off that you think it's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Lord knows what the fuck's about to play on my phone. Shuffle. Here we go. Blakey with the smooth music. Oh. Oh, boy. I feel like I'm going to take a nap. All right, that's Jamie Johnson. <laughs> uh, that's telling me to get my ass out on the porch with old BBJ and crack open a few cold yeah. ones. This <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. Jamie Johnson. Let's Hell go. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a battle exercise. I like that. No, that Never that. done that before. I'm glad, uh, then, I'm glad it went the way it did. Yeah, because me, I could have. too. It could have went south really fast. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had a second part or two. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, why is Blake listening to the chain smokers? <laughs> Who wins the World Series out of these movie teams? Okay. Major League, Cleveland Indians. Angels in the outfield, California Angels. The Natural, New York Knights. Rookie of the Year, Chicago Cubs. I'll take this one. Go for Rookie it. Rookie of the Year, Chicago Cubs. Oh, <laughs> well, of course. Henry Rowan Gardner, <laughs> he's, pitch, he's all five starters. Let him go out there, win the ship. Well, technically, like, I mean, I don't. That's. I mean, that's cool, but that's fucking wrong. But uh, I might go Angels in the outfield because when you got Angels in that fucking outfield, son. <laughs> but my point of that is that's a terrible movie. And uh, dude, okay, did you realize who the center fielder was? I didn't. I was about recently? to bring that up because Leach, our buddy yes. Leach, shared it. Didn't I even know that. that. I had no idea. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey yeah. was a no center fielder. He was, I didn't know he was in that movie. No clue. And I watched that movie a hundred times as a kid. No clue. Yep. But I mean. The Angels are in the outfield. They're going to help you win every time. Yeah, they're batting every ball down. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, you kind of have an unfair advantage at that yeah. point. Yeah. You yeah. Know, then, I mean, you're not going to score. And then Matthew McConaughey goes and robs a few balls. He goes, all right, all right, all right. I mean, <laughs> so that's oh, yeah, my I pick. Need that, Angels in the outfield. Uh, I'm going to go Major League. Uh, give me just that team's like oddness and quirkiness and yeah. just you, you see teams like that actually win World Series. Screw you, like, Jobo. You know I what do I mean? I do it myself. Like just have like such a good – relationship uh but then my second point here is who the hell is hitting ricky wild thing bond in the world series uh, nobody bartman is nobody Just kidding. Bartman. <laughs> bartman nobody hey did you guys see recently where charlie sheen was hitting some live bp barstool shared no video. i did yeah. not yeah he's a lefty didn't realize no it. they're like oh wild things hitting dingers now so yeah. that's sweet yeah ricky vaughn can yeah. swing a bat now uh and so then tell me he didn't throw in the fucking movie then no, actually he did. I actually, when I looked this up, apparently, obviously this is Charlie Sheen Maybe talking. Maybe he throws right best he left. Might, yeah. This is Charlie Sheen talking. Have no clue. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah who knows what comes out of his mind. Right. Mouth. Winning. Um, he Winning. said that he uh, consistently took steroids for the role in my major league to prepare... That. That, to actually uh, the amount of shit that hard. he's put in his body that does not surprise me one bit. Right. You know. So shout out Charlie Sheen. Backing up as far as like if he throws right or left, one of the biggest movie fuck ups of all time was in Field of Dreams, and Joe Jackson's a fucking right hander. He was oh, a right. left hander. Yeah. Like why the fuck? How hard is it to like a right hander? Like how hard is that? Yeah, you see stuff like that. I'm like, how? Yeah, like that is such a major fuck up. If you're a baseball fan, like that pisses you off. And that's a great movie. Probably my favorite baseball movie, but what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. I don't know how you get that wrong. 
and then the second DM bullpen member, Willie P. And shout out Willie P. Because he came in the DMs with a video. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a sick. good one, too. Did you notice the hat he was wearing? Oh, yeah. It was the with Louisville Bats during. Is that their uh, during the, uh, Derby mash week. one? Yeah, oh, they, really? They the wear, mashers? They were a uh, mint julep. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, that, it was, that yeah. was the mint julep one. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was sick. the Louisville Bats mint julep hat, which is fucking yeah. badass. Nice hat, sick. Willie. Yes, absolutely. Shout out. Um, he's got a two parter. Okay. Uh, number one, favorite piece of baseball memorabilia that you own. Anybody want to start that one off? I'll take it. Mm, yeah, go ahead. Um, so there's a lot of baseball memorabilia that I do want to own. I'm not one of those like rich assholes that could just pay for it because Correct. you know that shit gets really expensive right so the only i guess really cool piece of memorabilia that i have besides like i have a couple bobbleheads my jerseys obviously like that right. stuff's cool but i was at a game one time a few years back uh francisco cordero was the reds closer i was sitting left field back when the reds bullpen was in left field leaned right. over the wall watching them kind of warm up because I knew he's getting ready to go in the game. The Reds are up a couple runs. So uh, he throws one pitch. Here comes the top of the ninth. He wipes himself down. Still has a ball in his hand. Turns, looks up. I'm still sitting at the wall. Flips up the ball that he was using to warm up. Hell yeah. Goes out, fucking closes the game down. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. So that like, that's probably the coolest piece of memorabilia that I have uh, piece of memorabilia that I would like to have yes the second part of that question if you could have any piece of baseball memorabilia what would it be uh, so there there's a circulation of like old seats I'm a, like an old seat kind of guy it'd be cool to watch a game in an old seat uh, just uh, get one from you know Riverfront Stadium or something like where the right. Reds you know won championships and shit like that just like that whole feeling I, I mean I'm into stuff like that yeah no, I, I I think that shit's cool. Yeah, I agree. So that would be mine. You want to take a stab? Yeah, I got it. So just a small amount of history about me. I grew up in Mattoon, Illinois, and for a few years of my childhood, the Cal Ripken World Series took place in my hometown. So players from all over the world would come play in the Cal Ripken World yeah. Series. Well, they would always have a few major leaguers come every year and sign autographs. Lo and behold, Cal Ripken Jr. himself come to my hometown Got to meet him, shake his hand. Dude has fucking frying pans for hands. And he got him to sign a ball for me, which I put in one of those ball cases like immediately. Right. So I have a mint ball that I personally had signed from Cal Ripken Jr. So that's sick. That means a lot to me. Yeah, that that's honestly really cool. fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and a piece that I would like to own, it's probably impo- actually yeah, 100% impossible. I actually just seen this like yesterday. So David Ross officially has his office at Wrigley Field now. Mm-hmm. In his office, they hung up the W flag that they flew above Wrigley Field the night they won the World Series. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So like, that is that's cool yeah. shit. Like that's probably the coolest piece of Cubs memorabilia. If you aside could have one from the ball that Rizzo tucked in his ass cheeks after the win. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Taylor? Um, the favorite that I own, and honestly, Ethan, I'm kind of like you. I don't have a lot of memorabilia. I, I'm not a collector myself. Um, but my, my family at my parents' house, um, my dad has a ball that I don't know. I, I hope one day he'll pass it down to me because <laughs> it's pretty sick. Right. Um, it is a baseball signed by Pete Rose. Oh, 
that Sweet. says, I'm sorry I bet on baseball, Pete Rose. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's dope. In a case, he's got it. Um, it's just it, it's awesome to see. Um, it, it's in our like little memorabilia room. He, he's got something like that at the house. So hopefully he passes that down to me. I got kind of like a weird one, too. Um, I have a baseball which the backstory is a little cooler than the, the autograph, but I have a baseball with Chris Collinsworth's signature on it. The hell? Cincinnati Bengals receiver. Right, yeah. Sunday night football announcer. Mm-hmm. That's right? interesting. Um, but the backstory is I was playing against his son, Austin Collinsworth, who played safety mm. at Notre Dame. Okay, yeah. Um, we were playing in a youth league tournament, and there Chris was, obviously, watching Austin, who we were literally playing a game against him. Um, and then after the game, my dad, like, approach Chris and was like this is my son and Chris was like oh this is my son we were playing against each other and he we had a baseball obviously and my dad was like do you mind signing that <laughs> he was like no I don't give a shit yeah that's cool shit. so yeah he grabbed the ball signed it so I you know obviously don't remember much of it but I met Chris and Austin Collins that's pretty was sweet yeah, pretty that's, cool that's badass uh and then the memorabilia that I'd want um kind of like you Blake this would be this would never happen because I just don't I would never be in the thought of who would receive this. <laughs> Someone way more important than me. Right. Um, whenever the time comes, I would wish that I could have that red seat at Fenway where the history is Ted Williams hit the yeah. longest home run at Fenway. Yeah. It sets there amongst a bunch of green seats in the outfield. There's one red seat, uh, longest home run. David Ortiz tried to hit it there. Couldn't do it. I want that seat in my house so I can watch Red Sox games in. But that would be fucking bad. <laughs> That'd be sweet. It's so kind of like you, you know, yeah. you, the seats. And guess uh, what? Nobody would still hit the ball to that seat. No, absolutely not. Because it'd be in your fucking living room. <laughs> I don't think anybody's hitting it in Indiana. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and wrap this up with a screwball. Let's hear it. Uh, Is it for, as big as last week? Thanks for the questions, guys, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout Sick. out Bullpen. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't top last week's question. Um, but I can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> this was cycling around the um, the internet a little bit, and I'm gonna flash you guys a picture. Did you see this? No it's a basketball goal. No. Okay, okay. So the deal here on this basketball goal is you get this guaranteed money if you hit this shot. Right. You can take a layup for fifty thousand. Okay. You can take a free throw for a hundred thousand. Okay. You can take a top of the key shot, 500000 Okay. A wing three-pointer for $750,000, and then a corner three for a milli. I'm what taking are you taking? Wing three-pointer. Wing three-pointer? Yep. For 750000 750, Yep. See, I like, I'm not a big risk taker. I'm taking the fucking lay. Give me 50 grand. Give me 50 grand. I'll fucking, it, you, I mean, you find a way, a nice way to invest it. That's house. like, yeah, that's, I mean, it's for sure. You invest grand. it, flip that money. Yeah. You know, make fuck money it, off that it. money. I want to I win some money. I think I'll hit it. We'll be good. Uh, You know, I, I like the layup thing because, you know, I, I'm financially, you know, kind of like think like that as well. You yeah. know, I'll take that 50 K and double it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But just in terms of the spirit of the question, I'm probably going to go top of the key. Just because there's so many, um, there's so many ways you can still hit the shot and not be perfect. Like that corner three, you gotta be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top of the key, you can let one go, bank it, uh, in. bank it in. You can hit the rim a couple times, yeah. it roll in. So I'm gonna go with you know 
I'm going to go with the $500,000 to get that risk, but I don't have to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like you have a little wiggle room there. Yep. But yeah, I, I saw that rolling around. I was like, Hey, you know, that's not a bad question. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, not as cool as, uh, you know, announcing a child. On yeah, the podcast. That, was, that, 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 that screwball <laughs> will never be topped. Hang on. Hey, unless Ethan pulls that one. Out. Right. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be nice. Speaking, you know, you're having a child. You might want to rethink your answer. My Go answer. hit a layup and get a for sure 50 grand for that baby. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so have a nice little setup. Yeah. Because it's going to cost you a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you to listeners sending those questions. I know I forgot to say thank you there a second. Um, like, subscribe, rate, review. Blakey Biceps, any final thoughts? You know, I ain't got shit this week. Hell yeah. Yeah, nothing. Ethan, any final thoughts? You know, no, not really. Uh, looking forward to next week, next Friday night. Correct. Let's uh, go. Opening day slash Correct. night. Should be a good time. Uh, stay tuned for video content of that night uh, out you there, all listeners. You correct. So... Yeah, we'll all be getting together, being fools, watching a shitload of baseball. So we'll that should talk be, more about that next week. Be exciting, right? My final thought: um, Listen, it, it, it's about one thing, one thing only. We got baseball next week. Fuck, let's yes. go! And we're going to do an episode of actual like predictions. We're gonna pick our division winners, playoff predictions, World World Series predictions. We're going all out. Yeah, we're gonna write it down. We're gonna hold ourselves accountable. Um, but yeah, I mean, just excited that baseball is here and I can't wait to get into it. And with that being said. Lincoln, what do you want to tell him? Shut this. 643 <laughs> Podcast out. Can you make an appearance? <laughs> spit, spit at him. That's all he's got. All right. That's it. That's it, man. That was a hot take. That was a hot take. <laughs> Hottest take of the year. Yes. What's your what, What's your year? prediction? Who's winning the World Series? I think I have to agree to with any that. Any of the viewers that Did you say Marlins make, make out what that said? He said. Cubs. Oh, damn. I thought he went Marlins. I mean, that's a bold take. But <laughs> I, the Cubs is kind of a bold take, too. <laughs> damn, I thought he went I Marlins. I've been sick. saying that I agreed with him. <laughs> so you're going Cubs, too? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs>